Hey, Miriam here, live from my accounting office. Ooh. Hey, it's your girl, Ferial. I'm here too. We're in South Road in Adelaide. It's a full-on day today. We had a recording just before, and now we're recording this one as well. So podcast people, um, you've got to check out both of these episodes today. They will really help you prepare for 2021. All right, Miriam, I am so excited for this. Oh, me too. I just can't wait. Um, where do we start? So for anyone that doesn't know, my main business is accounting. I am an accountant. I also have a law degree. I have quite a few degrees. Uh, but I started up my own accounting business almost 10 years ago. It is actually going to be my 10th year next year. Whoop, whoop, because I don't know, the stats of like businesses lasting past 10 years is virtually nothing. Um, I am the sole director and shareholder uh, and everything to do with the business. So quite proud of that. And, and but, you know, I've always had this dream <laughs> because accounting, like, you know, it's service-based. So at some point, I always have to have a person involved and I love what I do. So I love being able to help people, but I'm only limited in the amount of hours in a day. And I've just always had this dream of selling something online, which doesn't need me, (laughs) which like, I don't need to oversee anything. I don't need to double check anything. I don't need to worry if a staff member has said something that has, um, you know, upset a client or if a staff member has said no to claiming a deduction or if anything like that. I don't need to worry about any of those dramas. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to do a side hustle. Yeah. And what am I going to do? I'm going to sell a product. Yes. Now it's in the middle of COVID. What are people <laughs> buying? Mm. Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> what is the one thing that if out of everything, if you need something, what is it going to be? Alcohol. That's right. So what do people love to drink? Alcohol. So everything kept coming back to alcohol. And an opportunity came about where I was at a um, French organic tasting. Okay. And there was some um, cognac available for tasting. And this is from cognac in France. So the only place that is allowed to call this cognac, a bit like champagne, the only place that can call it is in France. So um, this cognac was available for tasting. And I had to go through the whole process of, um, because I'm very much like Adelaide girl, support Australia, everything like that. So I had to go through this process of, am I comfortable with importing something from France? Yeah. Um, and it was something that um, we don't have here. And because of that reason, and or it is organic and preservative free. Yeah. And there's really not very many products like this anywhere. I saw enough of a market and an opportunity um, with distribution-wise and a few other things to go, yes, um, I'm okay and I'm happy with importing this product. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, we are stuck in Australia and there's only so much Australian wine and Australian gin Mm. that we... That was before China said they're putting up the tariffs yeah, as well. That's, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, a hot topic. Oh, yeah, so, we should talk about. Oh yeah. So because yeah, because Australia is putting uh, because China is putting up the tariffs. Everyone's talking about supporting Australia, drinking Australian wine, 
um, which is great and very much uh, agree with that. And we are partnering up with an Australian organic um, wine company. That's one of my clients to, um, you know, do some co-branding and do a six pack with their sort of um, wine. Yeah, Yeah, mixed pack. You get a cognac and you get some organic wine as well. So definitely going to be bundled up but just another option for people to drink when they're stuck at home Mm. or when they're at their limited party numbers um, they can drink this so we went about the process we got in touch with the um, distributor over in France and um, he sent us through an invoice in euro dollars I think the euro was worse I think Australian dollar was worse than what is now um, I can't quite remember. So this was happened quite a few months ago. So the process has taken quite a while. So I think one of the steps, well, one people, one say, should I do a side hustle? Uh, I think there's just part of, you just, there's only so much planning. You just almost have to go for it. Yeah. But just be mindful of, okay, what are the costs associated? Yeah. And am I prepared to lose that money the outlay yeah so that was my initial outlay i had to buy this stock initially they wouldn't give it to us uh, cash on delivery or anything like that no i had to pay for this stock i had to buy a pallet they wanted to sell me like three pallets and i was like no we just want one pallet to begin with yeah um we'll trial it out with one pallet um and then we so i purchased the pallet then they then shipped it over. There was an issue with, so we've purchased a pallet of cognac, beautiful four-year-old cognac. They had these boxes and they said that they could ship over the boxes as well. And luckily our logistics guy here, who was really good at asked for a referral for a logistics guy, he flagged, if you put those boxes in, the government is going to want to fumigate them and it will be more expensive. So the only way that we could not pay for this expense was if we put the bottles in the boxes. So if the boxes were separate, we would have had to pay for fumigation. But if the bottles were in the boxes, we didn't have to pay for fumigation. Just like a gift box. Yeah, so this is like a gift branded box um, with the branding on the outside. Really beautiful. Packaging. So so luckily, um, because yeah, the import, the France people were like yeah look, we'll just give you some boxes as well and so our logistics guy here was like no they need to be in the boxes otherwise there's fumigation so that was a good point that he picked up on um they were at sea for quite a few months which was probably surprising how long it took to get here um and then they there was like a strike in sydney so they were stuck in sydney so i reckon they're probably stuck in australia for about a month as well before we could actually get and, it out and there was a lot of pressure because this would have been a perfect christmas yeah. gift yeah yeah and miriam really wanted to do- i thought we'd have it well in before christmas yeah um like we it was like august that we were uh, paying for it so and it's now december so um and then there was a last minute um request from customs for a certificate of oak or something like that it said it has to be um it has to be oaked for two years and they need the certificate and we were like um they could have at least told us this earlier rather than us running around to try and find this luckily it had been um in oak for four years yeah so we were okay we gave them the certificate and then finally they let us have the cognac now with any type of alcohol there are a whole lot of taxes involved so we have done the we've done the deal where 
we are not taking the whole lot out at once because then we don't have to pay tax on the whole lot. So we're going to take it out as we go. Yeah. And then we then only have to pay the tax, additional import tax, as we go rather than having a huge amount to pay and then having to deal with storage. So I guess the other big thing then we've now been learning is about storage and also postage and delivery. Mm. And um, Australia Post has been under the pump because of Black Friday sales and because of everyone buying online. Yeah. They've pushed out their um, delivery time. So what was it? It was this 15th of December and we finally got the a little bit of the stock out um, of the port and but unfortunately missed the boat to be able to promote it to as a christmas gift to interstate but still we're have posted some out to our first when one went out to rockhampton yeah it's been pretty full-on everyone's loving it yeah so and then i did a little promo about it i think that's the other thing that people uh I don't like we're obviously going to have different channels to sell this mm. but the one thing everyone says they want to have a side hustle they want to have an additional income stream is are you prepared to hustle and promote mm. this I think people want the dream of doing things but yeah. then the actual reality of shit I've now got 713 yeah. bottles of cognac to sell and then I think people think oh I'll just create an e-commerce website and people would just go to my website and buy yeah I think that's a huge mistake is yeah. setting up an e-commerce website perfecting it spending hours and hours and perfecting it it's where's the traffic going to and it's like from? you gotta sell it just by a dm on facebook or instagram before you even start mm. an e-commerce website because and, that, and that's what I've actually and that's exactly yeah. the perfect example of it. I'm hustling this to my family and friends. Yeah, and because it's, you know, everybody's drinking, you know, whiskey with all these preservatives in it and it's just growing unethically and it's just, you know, people are looking for options where it's organic, it's preservative-free. You know, they're looking for, you know, that better options. Yes, there is anyway. a rumour going around that um, if you drink – you don't get hangovers if you drink organic alcohol. <laughs> cool. Guaranteed. Is that on, on the record? <laughs> <laughs> That's our, on our disclaimer. This you just have to drink one sip. You, this, if you drink this bottle of alcohol, it will not give you a hangover. <laughs> no, it's not guaranteed. That was a joke. And then that in the disclaimer, you have one glass <laughs> only. Zero glasses. And the thing guaranteed, that, no hangover. Yeah, the thing about Miriam is you not you don't really drink alcohol. So when you do drink it, you want it to be the best. Yeah. Well, that's actually an interesting point. I made a point of really not drinking too much alcohol, but when I do drink, I like to drink quality. Yeah. Um, and also I like to support um, sort of that, yeah, the support businesses which are trying to do, like trying to produce quality alcohol. There's, I mean, it's crazy. You see some of the deals that sometimes comes out from wine places and it's like, I know how much everything costs. And it's like, why are they doing this? Mm. Why are they selling this stuff off so cheap? Mm. Like some, they're not, they're not able, once you, people don't realize how much the labels cost, how much mm-hmm. the bottling costs, how much mm-hmm. just the agriculture in the background, yeah. how much everyone connected to it costs. That sometimes some of these cheap deals that are going out, um, it's going to hurt someone at some point down the line. Yeah. And, you know, they 
commissions that actually like Dan's take and other places. Dan Murphy. Yeah, they're like the Ubers now. They're taking ridiculous commissions and just kind of like screwing down the um the actual winemakers and yeah, things like so that. Always buy direct. Yeah. Um and just That's ask, what I definitely say ask is for buy the same direct. deal and buy direct. Yeah. Absolutely. Ask for the same deals. And if yeah, if you want to help out our industry, ask for the same deals that you see and buy direct to the actual oh, um absolutely. alcohol places rather than buy, um rather than going through some of these um online Especially if they're internationally owned as well. Um, so it's always good to know who owns it. I should, you know, but Uber and that as well. So the same principle applies, but go direct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if it's a bit more difficult to go direct, it's totally worth the effort as well. I know. Um, and also, I know with a lot of it, you often save money because people often put their prices up because they have to pay for the commissions as well. Yeah. So that's where we're at currently. Got so seven hundred and thirteen cognacs. Um, left to sell. <laughs> sold seven of them. 